What's going on, good people? Thank you for tuning in to the Angels Online, Voice of the Unheard, brought to you by me, Angel. You can check it out each and every Wednesday. Like, subscribe, follow, whatever social media platform you utilize. If you would like to donate, you can go to anchor.fm slash theangelsonline. If you would like to become a monthly sponsor, you can go to patreon.com slash theangelsonline and become a monthly sponsor. But remember, whatever you choose to do, understand and know that you are appreciated. Now, let's get it. Good people, good people. You got to get a people what they want. Woo! Good people, good people. You got to get a people what they want. Woo! Good people, good people. Y'all know I was on the mic. I felt that. I felt that I was on the mic that time. One time for the one time. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the final episode of the Angels Online Season 1. Just like we started it with a bang, we got to end it with a bang. Today we got Andrew Crow yeah, in yeah. the building with us. I'm here. Man, we also have, once again, we got my guest speaker, co-host, however you want to say it, Cynthia in the building. Cynthia, tell me what's up. Hey, everybody. <clears throat> I'm so excited to be a part of the Angels Online, the um, voice, um, voice of the Unheard. I tell it. you, this show is so amazing. You all have to come. Um, man, you have to tune in and listen um, to what's going on, what's being said. And so I'm the CEO and founder of God's Divine Purpose for Your Life Ministry. I'm the author of seven books. Books. I am a born-again Christian. I've been saved every um since I was 23 years old, I'm a coach and I'm a mentor. And so enjoy the show. Boom, let's go. We also got Andrew's son in the building with us. Yo, what's your name? Talk to us. How you doing? I'm Trey. Trey, it's where you prodigy go to school? right here. Uh, okay, where you go to school yeah, at, man? Yeah. I go to SLU, St. Louis University High School. So you go to private school, huh? Yeah, got it like that. He oh. go to the private school. Let's, the let's be clear. St. Louis <laughs> University. All them other ones, they be about sports. They be about all uh -huh. the cool stuff. But this yes. one really about what they really say. They really about their academics. They really trying to turn boys into men. Mm. And, you know, my young my young boy is becoming a man there. And he becoming a, you know, a young legend in that joint. Boom. Junior Bills. Yeah. You know how it goes. Boom. Junior Bills. Let's get it. You got to get the people what they want because we focus on the kids. We focus on the youth. Angels Online is juvenile awareness. So, Andrew Crow, let me tell y'all a little bit about him. Black engineering professor. Named one of the most influential people in 2021. And he about to be in 2022 as well because we don't stop. We don't go backwards now. Somebody tell me That's something. That's right. That's right. Manufacturing 2021 top men in aerospace aviation. 2021 top people in aerospace and aviation. I'm going to say it again. LinkedIn top influencer list 2019 to 2021. Bringing more black people to the manufacturing engineering. Spoke to the White House two times. <laughs> Y'all heard what I said? What, Cynthia, what I say? You said two times. That's what I heard. Andrew Crow spoke to the White House two, two times. <laughs> okay. Countless keynotes. All right. Let's get it. Hey. But before all these accomplishments, this young man started somewhere. Growth don't come overnight. Mm -mm. Success don't come overnight. Mm -mm. Everybody ain't perfect. No. That's right. But you got to start somewhere. Yes. yes. So we're going to go backwards. Andrew Crow. Talk to me, man. Tell me something about you. Tell me where you where, 
First of all, I'm gonna ask you this: Where you come from? Where Man, you from? So I'm I'm from St. Louis. I'm from all the bad blocks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, I grew up a little bit, you know, everywhere, man. My um, mother is like a lot of people's uh, mother. We share a similar story in St. Louis where, you know, the father may not have been in the house, might not have been in the picture. You know, she did everything that she could, but everything that she could wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, it was me and my sisters and my little brothers. And, and um, you know, like I said, my mother did everything that she could. She worked multiple jobs. And we were still struggling to just keep the lights on. You know what I'm saying? And mm. um, I wanted better, like a lot of us young black and brown boys and girls do. And um, I didn't have a lot of access or opportunity, right? And I looked around me and I said, well, who's not struggling to survive? And it was the dope boy. So, you know, naturally, I got into the streets. I jumped off the porch kind of early. You know what I'm saying? And, and mm. um, you know, it was... It was a situation um, that, you know, when when you got a calling on your life, uh, God only going to tell you so many times before he show you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I was out here doing my thing, and I was doing it really, really well. And, you know, um, because I wouldn't hit the brakes, God hit the brakes for me. And now my life has hit a pivot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all of the things that, you know, if you would have read off my, my resume – what, five years ago? You know what I'm saying? Oh, we don't said, get to that. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, you would have said, you know, three-time, four-time felon. Don't, don't you know tell them everything. Don't give them everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, snap. Yeah, you know wow. what I'm saying? But now, Come now, on. now, you know, um, I'm walking in my purpose and my resume sounds a lot better. You know what I'm saying? So from the jailhouse to the White House, you Come know, on. it can be That's done. It can be done. It will be done if you want to do it. Man, look here. Look here. See, he opened us up real well. Somebody <laughs> do <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Somebody say something, boy. God, my God. Hold on, Andy. Pause. Pause. Yeah. Pause. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Man. So, we know you come from what part? North side? South side? Where we at? So, I come from a little bit of everywhere, man. So, um, you know... Like I said, there's a lot of people that's like me out here in St. Louis that, that you know, was kind of transient, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we would stay somewhere, uh -huh. and then, you know, that eviction notice would come, and we had to move in the middle of the okay. night, you know what I'm saying? So we spent most of our time in U-City and on the west side, you know okay. what I'm saying? But we lived on the south and on the north as well. Okay. And, you know, I think it was because of the connections that I made on all of these sides right. is why... You know, I did so well on the criminal side. You feel me? But you know people. Um, you made you made connections. Um, you got to know I, people. That's I, I linked the hoods. You know what I'm saying? And we did better for green. We wasn't about red or we wasn't about blue. We was about green. And you know, at that time, I had all of these leadership skills, but nobody was really sewing into me and showing me that the leadership skills that I'm using in the bad way can be focused on good. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, right. And unfortunately, like I said, because I wasn't getting sold into in a positive way, um, I was using those things uh, for for negative, you know. And at the time, because of my focus and because of what I saw around me, I thought that I was doing something positive, you know. And right. it wasn't until, uh, you know, years later when I could look at my life from a third view, um, a third eye view, you know, um, that I saw that. Even though I had good intentions, I was going the wrong way. And my granny used to always say, 
that the path to hell is paved with good intentions. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it really never really hit with me like what that meant. But when I got older and when I got forced to look back at my life, you know what I'm saying? I saw exactly what she meant that we could have the the best heart, we could have the best intentions, we could have all of the good things that people look for and leaders and look for in, you know, positive people. And, you know, we could still use those things in the wrong light. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's not about your attention. It's about the the way that you um, you know, you give yourself to the world. So you can intend to do good, but if you don't give yourself in a good way, you don't put your energy to good mm-hmm. things, then that that good in that good intention can go bad and can be used wrong. It's that delivery. It's that delivery, delivery. man. It's that delivery. Absolutely. Where did you where did you uh, attend schools at? What what schools did you attend growing so, up? So um man, this is a wild story. So uh I, I originally was in um the U City School District. Okay. And by the time I was in uh, kindergarten, actually, going into the first grade, I was kicked out and expelled from the U-City School District. Oh, Lord. And I went to a private school called Christ the King. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're from U-City, you know exactly where Christ the King is. I lasted at Christ the King for about six months. And got kicked out of there. You know what I'm saying? I was bad. (laughs) I was, you know, I had a lot of energy. And these teachers that didn't look like me couldn't understand me. You know what I'm saying? Man, they didn't know what to do with, you know, all of this, you know. So um, I found my way to somehow we um, used a family friend's address. And I went to Ladue Maybe. High School. We always got to do that. Man, you got to do that. Mm-hmm. But, but so, Get man. It's a good wow, school, wow. man. The foresight, the foresight of my mother, the foresight of, you know, my family to say, you know, we're not just going to write him off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So right. that's what I can say. That, you know, early on I was blessed because, you know, even though I was a problem and even though I was, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't really say a problem, I was misunderstood. Um, But even though that I gave my mother a headache and she worked hard to do the best by me, you know, um, I still had my ancestors. I still had my granny. I still had, you know, my aunties that said, you know, don't just write him off. You know what I'm saying? By the time I was, by the time, what, what are you in first grade? Six, seven? Yep. By the time I was six, I was kicked out of three schools in the whole district. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So somebody could have said, yo, he bad. They could have put that stamp on me, and that would have been me for the rest of my life, right? Right. And for a little bit, it was, because I started believing when other people would tell you bad. And I'm not bad. I just got ADHD. I just got a lot of energy. You I'm know what I'm saying? Kid, man. And y'all can't focus my energy. Y'all can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you kicking a six year old out of school. He's six. Man, I mean, I earned wow. it, though. I ain't gonna lie. Right. You know what I'm saying? I earned it. I was, I was bringing, you know, matches to school. I was lighting up uh, trash cans and stuff. I was, you know, I was I was looking for attention in the wrong places. You there know you what I'm saying? And I was, I was again, it was it was that, that intention that you're doing the wrong way. So I wanted. I wanted good attention. I wanted people to see me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was just going about it the wrong way. You feel me? But at the time, I didn't know any better. So, so basically, you was kind of like acting out to get attention? I was acting out to get mm-hmm. attention, right? You know what I'm saying? So so it didn't take until, I mean, later in life, you know, it, it didn't take until I was well into my 20s that I started looking back and understanding like, yo, this is what you're really doing. You know what I'm saying? And then I can focus that to something else. But... um Long answer to the short question. It's I went right. to Ladue High School. You know what I'm oh, saying? Went to Ladue. I was a Ram, mighty mighty Rams. Hey, yo, yo, I got the winner button. Hold on. <laughs> you dig? Because every time we seen them Eureka Wildcats, we sh- 
smoked them on the field. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow! <laughs> but yeah, we was part of that 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 Ladue team uh, that went to the state championship game. We might have took the L, but you know we ain't lose no game until we went there. But yeah, shout out to Eureka Wildcats. Shout out to the Rams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got to do it. You got to do it. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. And you graduated from Ladue. I graduated from the dude, and um, what'd you do after that? So that's that's good did question. You, so when I when I when I left the dude, I had a full ride uh, for track and football to go to the University of Tennessee. Okay, and I come from a family that you know didn't really do college. You know what I'm saying? And, okay. And, and um, when I was at Ladue, it was more, um, you know. Run the ball, you know what I'm saying? Run track, win us these championships. We won state uh, boys and girls for four years while I was mm-hmm. there, you know what I'm saying, in track, right? Yeah, I know you played. You know, you know what's up? Know yeah, you know, he was on that track a little I'm bit. I'm my business. You did. So, so, <laughs> so it was more like a, um, you know, the American dream that they tell us. They tell us, you know, just go to college. And once you go to college, there's a good job waiting on you on the back end. Yep. You know, just yep. get there. But nobody actually, nobody actually, like, tell you, like, when you get this is How to do it. The, yeah, the exactly. The look, script and look, everything Look, this else. is the type of college that you should go to. This fits you the best. This is what you should look for when you're in college. Right. When you get to college, this is what you should study or this is how you study. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. College is a lot different than high school. You know what Big I'm time. saying? Big time. And, and, and. If you're not prepared for that, then you're preparing yourself to get kicked out that jump. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I was selling hella dope. Can I say hella? Oh, I sorry. mean, shit, you were selling hella yeah, dope. Yeah, 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 I was selling hella dope. So so, so from, from, from high school, I had, you know, I, I, like I said, I was a teen father. And um, I had... You ain't tell us that. Yeah, I was a teen father. You know what I'm saying? And I had to have bills to pay. You know what I'm saying? So, so it was like... You know, looking around, most people that I saw in my neighborhood and that I saw in my family was working two and three jobs just to just to survive. Not even survive because we wasn't surviving. Mm-hmm. We had we might have had the the rent paid, but the lights was off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we might have had the rent and the lights, but the food. You ain't never had peanut butter and jelly. We ain't get them all. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? We wasn't we wasn't hitting no triples. We hitting singles and doubles around here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's Come like. On. You know, the only people that I see that's that's crossing their home plate, that's scoring, is the dope boys. You know what I'm saying? You know, my uncle, I ain't going to say his name, but, you know, he was out here. So, you know, uh, naturally, I got out here. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom, I seen her by herself trying to do it, and she couldn't all the way do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so, as a young man, I stepped up, and I did as much as I could the way that I knew how. You know right. what I'm saying? And... um. You know, when I got to college, scholarships ain't what they were supposed to be. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a I'm a I'm a athlete at a school in a city that I've never been to, without no without no network, without, you know, anybody that's that's like sewing into me or, or helping me. And, you know, my mama doing the best that she can. So, you know, when that food car run out. It's you ugly. You already know. Was, yeah, you, you was already know. You know what? So, when so, the student union closed, man, right. so, 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 ain't got no money. Right, and then at the same time, I'm trying to, I'm trying to raise, I'm trying to raise a kid as a college kid in a dorm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know this city, so what I did know was dope. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know, 
it's looking like to me like this is a this is a whole new uh market. You know what I'm saying? So you I naturally opportunity. Naturally mm-hmm. I did what I did, you know what I'm saying? And I made a lot of money, but what also like people didn't tell me, um, you know, cause nobody around me had been to college. So um Thanksgiving break came up when I was at University of Tennessee and I had, you know, everything that I was pushing was in the dorms and when I left I didn't know that they go into your room oh. to go unplug things and making sure that, you know, uh, everything's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, they flipped their mattresses and they did what they did. You know what I'm saying? And and mm-hmm. I was politely told to not come back to the school, you know. Right. So um, I found myself in a position where, uh, you know, I had an opportunity and I didn't take it seriously and now I'm back home, right? And I came back to St. Louis and... You know, I'm looking around and, and, and you know, my guys that wasn't locked up or or dead, you know what I'm saying, and I'm only, a, I'm only a year out of high school. Actually, I'm not even a whole year out of high school because, well, we graduated in, in what, May? Right. And this was First November. semester, you got kicked out first but semester. I didn't even make it the whole football season before they told me to go home. You know what I'm right. saying? So, so, Jesus. so, right, so I'm at the crib. Uh. I'm at the crib, you know what I'm saying? And and at the same time, I got a 1.3 GPA, right? Wow. I wasn't going to class. Nobody telling me. I got too, I got too much freedom. It's nobody that said, like, yo. Go you to know, sleep. Th- Go to bed at night. None of that. Structure. None of that. You ain't had no structure. No structure. No you know what I'm saying? And then my bird calling me, and all I'm telling her is, yeah, it's going good. It's going good. And she just proud of me. You know what I'm saying? So she not really digging. She don't know what to ask. You know what I'm saying? So so I'm, I'm faking back home. And I'm out here doing the wrong thing, right? So I get kicked out. I go back to the crib. I get to the crib. And, you know, I probably had one of my guys that went to college that I grew up with. And uh, Angelo Webb, you know what I'm saying? Loki went to JUCO. So he was at school. And two of my other friends enlisted. Two of them got locked up. One got shot. So I come home. And it's people looking at me like I let everybody down. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And even though it was just me and even though, like, I didn't have no support or none of that, I still felt that weight. And I felt like, damn, I had a chance. And none of them even had a chance. And I took mine and I and I played with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so I, um, I needed nine credits to be back eligible for the NCAA. And to get back, you know, into the into the the portal, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying. So I went to um I went to uh I went to uh, uh what's the HBCU out here? Hairstow. I went to Hairstow, you know what I'm saying. I, and I got a 4.0 at Hairstow. I took four classes, wow. and I had to have at least a B average, and I had to get nine credits to be back NCA eligible. And then once I did that. Um, I enrolled at, at Fernbine just to stay in class and keep uh-huh. getting my credits. And then there was a school that was recruiting me um, uh, when I had accepted the offer to Tennessee. And I called the coach and I was like, look, coach, bro, like, just let me walk on. Just let me get back up there. I'm thirsty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need this. You know what I'm saying? And um, I got accepted. I went into Northern Illinois University. And I still had uh, some I still had some NCAA eligibility left. Uh-huh. Uh, so... This time I was going to take it seriously, but I still didn't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. And unfortunately, you know, looking back at it right now, um, for young black and brown girls and boys, if we show aptitude or just a little bit of, of aptitude in 
a sport or entertainment, that's all we get pushed towards. You know what I'm saying? Sad. So if it's a little young girl or young boy that's singing in the church choir and they're young and they halfway decent, we push them to be a singer. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. If it's a young black boy, my son is 6'3". You know what I'm saying? And people just play sports. People just basketball. assume he play hoop. basketball. Who you hoop mm-hmm. for? He don't yeah. even like, he don't even hoop. He, well, he could, don't even play. But that's he the thing though. But so, so that's the thing though. Like when y'all see us, y'all see athletes are entertainers and it's like, dog, this an energy, this an engineer. He in the pharmacy program right now. He in high school. He a junior in high school, and he taking college pharmacy classes right now. About to get his certificate. Awesome. But dog, that's not just a basketball player. Right. That's a pharmacist right there. That's a doctor right there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Correct. And the wow. problem is, it's a lot of us that you know. You might be tall, or you might be fast, or you might be a good singer, and and our mindset is so, so. limited, and we only think that that's the way out, either sports or entertainment. So we push our that kids so towards true. that. Right. But the other kids have the opportunity of being a baseball player and a scientist or right. hey I like I like hockey and I like to be a doctor you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying and it's cool like that's that's we expose them and give them access to every single thing and then we see what they're great at and then we push them in multiple things so they can right. have this whole plethora right? right but we didn't have that you know what I'm saying didn't. so so I didn't know that I was great at engineering. I didn't know that I had a mechanical wow. mind. I didn't. I was never placed in front of these things. A machine. Things. None of this. You know what you I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna run track. None of this. I, 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 That's I, it. I try to get to college. That's it. I can't That's it. Because I can't and, afford and, it. And on top of that, I was told that you know what I'm saying. You're not gonna be good at science. You're not gonna be good at math. You know what I'm saying? And because I ran track and because I played football on some great teams, you know what I'm saying. They didn't make me do my science homework. They didn't make me do my math right, homework. Right. So I had a 3.8 when I left that I didn't earn. You know what I'm saying? But I took the ACTs one time and I scored a 31 on them joints. You know what I'm saying? Which means engineer was written all over you. All over Not me. basketball. Oh, man, right. come on. But the, the wrong people, nobody was sewing into me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, no um, so you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to fight right now. I'm trying to give young... Uh, black and brown boys and girls more access and more opportunity and more eyes on like yo you could be more than just anything and and you don't have to put yourself you don't have to put no jacket on right now like where all the jackets you know what I'm saying and then if you got three that's comfortable go find all you know yep. go find yourself go try in, all three let's and, go and get, pick which one you let's feel go. like you're let's go let's go man you know and, what I'm and, and on the way there as a community we gonna support you you, you know, know what I'm saying say. you, 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 oh, you don't like that one no more what, 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 that's let's it that that's it or or that's your jacket and you don't wore a hole in it I'm gonna right. help you sew so it wait, we gonna on. get your jacket back right or or we see that you got some real aptitude in that and you might be the next doctor you might be the next scientist you might be yeah. something that's gonna push the, the, the culture forward so the culture gonna come together and we're gonna sew into you we're gonna buy you a brand new jacket and we're gonna throw gold on your joint and we're gonna make sure that you're seen you know what because I'm saying? if you look good you you feel good it's right. just like that's good. like these schools Man, i'm telling right. people at these city schools hey if you get these kids a good school they gonna they gonna appreciate it that's it they gonna that's love it. what it look like you Man, know what don't, don't get me started if, on the city if it, schools we gonna we, we ain't gonna do that right now we got, that's season two season, season two. two yeah um, can you go back just a little bit yes, you ma'am. say that you didn't have no support what influenced you to go and push yourself to a more positive positive path I wish I could say I wish I could say it was something good or like something inside myself, but honestly, it was him sitting across the table oh, from me, that's right? Awesome. So, um, I, like I said, I was selling dope, 
And, you know, when I got out of college, it was the uh, the recession. And even though I had this degree, I couldn't do nothing with it, you know. So, um, let me see. <laughs> I got to watch what I say because, you right. know, I've been locked up and I did some things. But um, I started a well-known business out here that sells gold teeth with my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also had a couple of uh, cell phone stores. And... We was using them, you know, whatever happened. So some things happened, and mm-hmm. um, I got indicted in Chicago because I was running a, a multi-city situation, and um, they kicked in the door at the hotel, you know what I'm saying, and I got locked up. And I had been locked up before. I had been in and out before, but I always knew, you know what I'm saying, oh, I'm going to do a 180, I'm going to do a two-year, I'm going to do, you know, whatever, and I knew there was an end date on it. But this particular time... Um, this particular time, I caught some charges that I didn't know. It was no definite end date, you know what I'm saying? And I was in another city. So, you know, not knowing when I was going to get out, not knowing if I was going to get out, you know, not knowing what charges was was on me, it really rocked me. Like, I was scared, you know what I'm saying? And I tell this story a lot, but... He, we used to talk on the phone, and I used to have to fight to get on the phone. I used to have to fight to cut on Monday Night Football, you know what I'm saying, and talk to my son, you know what I'm saying, and football was our thing, and wrestling was our thing. So I used to try to talk to him once every day, you know what I'm saying, and and when football was on, if it was a Monday or if it was, you know, when wrestling come on, mm-hmm. that was our time. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know what I had to do just to get the phone and then get the TV on the TV station that I wanted to watch with my son. And we watching the game on the phone, and you hear the lady, you know, that come on the recorded voice, you got five minutes. Mm-hmm. But, Dad, the game only in the first quarter. Like, how you, you know what I'm saying? No, don't go. And I can't control the phone. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's just going to go off. Man, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that hit me. It's like, okay, look, like, I started being more introspective, and it's like, man, if I get out of here, I can't, I can't do that to him again. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? And he don't understand. He don't understand everything that go around it. Like why I'm here. He don't like. He don't know none of that, and he don't need to know none of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I also don't want him to start using that as a, as like a fuel or anything to become me. You know right. what I'm saying? So, um, I made I made the conscious decision then that. When I got out, not even if, like, whenever this is over, I'm not coming back. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's one thing that I try to push is that, like, you can't be halfway in, halfway out. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you was in, in. You know, if you was a little corner boy and you was doing, like, look, you know, whatever. $10 yeah. her, you know Yeah, what a man? little 50 whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but if you really, if you really... You know, like me, took that, took that risk, and he was out here to, at the level that I was out here. The only way out is to completely cut yourself off from everything, from from the people, from the areas, from the lingo, from everything, and you got to just take whatever is given to you at that point and build from there. You know what I'm saying? 
but something has to keep you anchored and keep you wanting to not turn around because it's so easy to turn around. And it's and it's that you get into them situations where, you know, as a felon, as a four time felon, don't nobody want to hire you, but you still got to pay restitution. Right. Don't nobody want you at their job. Right. And if right. you do get a job, it's not enough to pay your bills and pay your PO and, yeah. and they drop and your every intervention time. fees. Right, right. And they don't know, like, every time. So, so I had a drug, I had a trafficking charge. I had a trafficking charge and some other ones. You know what I'm saying? Pistol charge, I was, I was out here. And... Because I had dope charges, and because the POs wanna wanna, sometimes I feel like put you back in that situation. We had random drops, and every time you randomly drop, you gotta pay for that drop. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So not only are you paying restitution, not only are you paying your PO to come see them. You know, I was on weekly, but every Ooh. time that you get dropped, it's another hundred and fifty that you have to pay for that test. And I, because I was, I had you know. Kingpin, crazy! I had I had class X felonies. You know what I'm saying? They dropping me every week when I come in. So that's another hundred and fifty every single week that I come in. And it's like, man, you gonna get into these situations where if you pick up another brick, it'll change. It'll 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 take all of that off your shoulders. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But you gotta say no. The temptation. Like, you know you could make that call. You right. know you can make that call, and you know you could get it gone. But you have to say consciously, look. I'm gonna just take this take tough it. situation. I just gotta eat it. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because going back to that make me possibly go back to Everything the whole thing gone. and throw all of this away. It's you like, know what I'm saying? Is it worth it? Was it worth it? It's man, always a question. Man, that it's comes never down worth to. it. I'm gonna be a bug. It's never worth it. It's never worth you know, it and then, to slide back. You know what I'm saying? Always <laughs> forward. Always yeah. forward. And honestly, man, you're gonna go through. The ugly for a while, but once you go through the ugly and you dedicate it to the ugly and the nasty, you know, God, I feel like, rededicate itself to you. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like, you know, it's so many lanes that just start opening up once you dedicate yourself to the work. You feel mm-hmm. me? Once you start doing the work, once you start sweating, you the more you sweat, the less you bleed. You know what I'm saying? There so once you start sweating more and more and more and more and more... Once you get into the world, you know, it's less that's going to hurt you. It's less that's going to cut you. It's less that's going to make you actually bleed. And them, them, them fatal critical blows ain't critical no more because you set yourself up and you walking in your purpose and you got that jacket on, the good jacket. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that good jacket come with some armor and come with some mm, 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 And you, you know ain't got to look over your shoulder. You're man, like, man, the I'm, piece, putting my, I'm putting my coat on. You're going to... The hey, piece you, is worth it, man. You, you put it up. You 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 fold it up. You like it ain't finna rip. Hey, yeah. I hold my shit. I'm yes. holding my shit strong. A hundred percent. And 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 when you when you when you when you live in that life, like you can't trust nobody. You always gotta look over your shoulders. You gotta worry about your shorties doing their different things. Come on. So you really a prisoner to, you know, to the game. Number one, like you know, my lady could have every single purse. She could have every single outfit. She could have her hair done all the time, nails done. She did. But a damn, we can't go nowhere because these niggas trying to kill me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. Or when we go somewhere, we really can't have fun. I can't really smack this bottle like I want to. You become a hostage. You a hostage to the game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You yep. can't move around your city like you want to. She can't be out by herself because it's niggas that want to get to me. And they can't get me because I move strategic. So they going to get to the person they that gonna, you love the most exact, next. Exactly. And 1,000%. And then they add to the kids. Yep. And you, now you putting yep. everybody in danger. Yep. Yep. And it, but, it's, it's but literally this all a, world. a snowball this, effect. And it's our world. And you got to live. And you got to be free to, you know what I'm saying? 
saying? I want to go downtown with my son. I want to take him to this corner. I want to do this. I want to do that. And he deserve all of these things, but I can't do that because I'm going to have to smoke somebody if I go there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody going to try to smoke me. Right. right? So, so when, when it's, it's, it's a, it's a false, it's a false, uh, it's a false empire. It's a, it's a logical fallacy. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. once you, once you in the game, you a slave to it. Like it owns you, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you don't get out when you want to get out. Right. You get out when it lets you out. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Unless, like I said, you do that whole clean break. You know what I'm saying? And and you cut off every single piece that of was every, involved. Man, got to. You know that what I'm saying? Involved. Or if you if you hop off the porch and you say, you know, I'm not even gonna go that way. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's and that's my message now. You feel me? My message now is like don't be like me. Don't don't go through the tribulations and the trials and all of that stuff to 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 find your glory like it's already in you. You already great. You know what I'm saying? When I was out here, if I could lead, if I could lead, you know, three hoods in St. Louis that was Bloods and Crips, and I have, you know, folk 78th and Racine, you know what I'm saying? Um, um uh uh 72nd, I mean, so so Dirk and them, Lil Dirk and them, yeah, yeah. they 68th through 63rd. We was right there on 72nd and Racine. I had a Two traps in Chicago, you know what I'm saying? I had two traps in Iowa. I had a trap in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Uh I had two traps out here in St. Louis. So it's like, I could have, those could have been businesses. You know what I'm saying? I could have had a a multinational franchise. You know what I'm saying? Them traps could have been burger restaurants, or them traps could have been more cell phone uh, stores. You know what I'm saying? But because, because, because my vision was limited, you know, I used all of those Fortune 500 CEO skills in the wrong place, you know what I'm saying, right. and I pay for it. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I got so I got a question because you mentioned son having kids. Where was your father? You're, you're, that's 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 a question because a lot of kids lack fathers. And you're, yeah. And you're you're biracial, correct? Yep. Yes. Mother is mother is white. Mother is black. Yes. Father is white. Black queen. Father is uh, Irish and uh, Puerto Rican. Okay. Um, but. So the so the dad situation was uh it was wild because um he wasn't around for a long time and I developed a hate you know and I developed a uh, a anger you know what I'm saying and it was it was because he wasn't there but I expressed it towards the world you uh-huh. know what I'm saying and. Um, he was actually, he's, he's a legendary coach out here. You know what I'm saying? He coached at one of our rival high schools. I'm not going to name the name. Um, and I ran track and I played football and he wouldn't come to the meets that we would be facing his school at, but that was in our conference. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And yeah. And he, he was, uh, actually in the Olympics and, um, he's a legend for track out here in, in St. Louis and in the state of Missouri, you know what I'm saying? And I carry his last name, and people would ask me, like, yo, you know, woo-woo, how's your dad? How's your dad? And they're like, damn, I don't even know him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you see him, you know what I'm saying, tell him I said I need him, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you know, later, like, right now, that's my guy, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's why, you know, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a good man, he's a legend, you know, he's, you know, got statues dedicated to him, and it took me a long time in life to really accept 
that and let it go. You know what I'm saying? But it freed me. You feel me? So took that burden off you. It took that burden off me. So wild story. Um, never really bumped into him. He actually coached that. He actually took a couple rival schools to state. You know what I'm saying? So I was at Ladue, and our um, conference, I think, was Eureka, Ladue, Eureka, U City, Clayton. You said it right. All of them. We were and all in some, the same conference. Yes, yes, yeah. and somebody else. So, so we would see y'all all the time, right? Yep. You know what I'm saying? So just imagine he didn't coach at at, at Eureka, obviously, no. but he coached at the other two. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I'm in the newspaper. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I, I was a Why state you champion. Not acknowledging me, you man. know like, I'm out. Like just you come. playing against me. I'm, and, you man, see me, man. And you then, see me running and competing against and your then, boys, right? And then and I'm smashing them. By the way, so I used to go extra hard against U City and Clayton. So anybody that you know what I'm saying got hurt because I went extra hard against the teams. Don't blame me. Blame y'all, coach. But for <laughs> right. not being in my life. But know you know what I'm right. saying. So so um you know. It was it was a it was it was horrible, and then at the same time, I'm a boy that didn't have no example of a man that has to be forced into being a man. I'm trying to help my mama pay the bills that you walked out on, big dog, and I'm trying to teach myself how to run track and play football because you ain't here, big dog, and I'm trying to I'm trying to you know when wow. people come I'm I'm holding down your legacy, dog, because when people are asking me, I could be like, man. Him, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, man, ain't in my life. We got the same last name in that city. I don't even know what he looked like. You know right. what I'm saying? But as a young man, like I still held his name in high regard because I shared it. So you know, I used to play it off. But the honest of God truth was, uh, my sophomore year in college, my mother took him to court, and the court decided that obviously he paid, you know, back child support, and at the same time, whatever she do, he got to do. So if she would come pick me up from college, then he had to come pick me up the same amount of time that she do. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my dorm, and I think it was like Easter break, my my sophomore year, and I ain't seen this man since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? And um, me and my guys, you know, we we in the dorm room, we doing what you know young college kids do, playing the game and you know whatever. And I get a knock at the door, and I open the door, and it's it's this dude that looked like. Um, you ever seen? Uh, oh, Lord. Uh, sometimes you wanna go where everybody. everybody knows. What's the name of that show? Uh, Cheers. Yeah, yeah. So he looked yeah. like he looked like uh, Ted dancing off of Cheers. So Ted dancing at my door, and I'm like, man, yo, it's the cops, the police here. Put the weed in, like, like hide everything. And I open the door eventually, and I'm like, yo, what's up? And he's like, yo, I'm your dad. You know what I'm oh, saying? We about to take God. this we about to take this six-hour ride home. And I'm like, man, I'm not going home then. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. And I was forced, you know, to sit in this car with this man as a grown man with all these crazy ass, I mean, these crazy feelings, excuse me, yeah. and not, not act on them. You know what I'm saying? And that was like... I wouldn't even say the beginning because I still hated him. You know what I'm saying? And I still had all these feelings towards him. But that helped me, uh, you know, begin the path, I guess, of of finding empathy and finding, you know, forgiveness and grace for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, the whole time I felt like 
like dog, like one of these small towns, I could just I could I could just leave this man on the side of the road, take his car, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, like right. just whatever. You like, and I'm like, from the hood, you know Because you went there, I learned the streets. You know what I'm saying? And I would do it, like I was yeah. there in my head, you know what I'm saying? It's like low key, I I would do this just for my bird, just 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 for my mama, you know what I'm saying? You put and, us through all this stuff, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you but, gonna come show up at my door. But at the same time <laughs> I had to look at it like, man, this dude knew that I would be on this and I would feel out of this way and he still drove six hours to come and take the chance that I might kill him. You right. know what I'm saying? Or that I might hurt him and put hands on him or just anything and he still drove that far and he's sitting in the car with me with that same understanding that I might get him back for all of these years of neglect. And and he if he's sitting here and he could do this and he could take that chance, I'ma just take I'ma just I'ma just ride. You know what I'm saying? And I want to see my mama at the end of the day, and I, and and she had my kids, so I want to see them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know that ride really kind of like changed my mindset, you know, or at least planted that seed of, you know, myself understanding, and then, you know, looking at the world with some empathy and some compassion, like 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 God did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so um, you know, things weren't great. With me and him, and actually, you know, I told my I told my mama, I was like, yo, you got to get it out of him some other kind of way because this half and half thing, I'm not riding with dude, you know what I'm saying, no more, you know, and it wasn't until, you know, later on that, that uh, you know, we got things together, but, you know, that's my guy right now, and awesome. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, you know, I don't even really want to, you know, talk bad about him because at the same time in another light somebody that's not great to me you know for whatever reasons you know he might have had his own trauma with his father which he did mm-hmm. he might have had his own situations you know with my mama and, and it's a lot of you know mm-hmm. as a father now I see like a scorn woman is nothing to play with you know what I'm saying? And I look back at situations like, on, you know, right. it was both sides kind of played a hand in this. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and as a young boy that had to be the man in the house, you couldn't tell me nothing about my mama. You know what I'm saying? I could see my mama doing wrong and she ain't doing no wrong. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to fight you if you say she's doing wrong. You feel me? But as a man, I had to look back and say, yo, you was trying, big homie. Like, you was doing the best that you could. And it was some things that she had in her life that was traumatic to where she wasn't open to letting you be the man that you could have been. You know what I'm saying? And once I started giving him that grace and giving him that love and that understanding, you know what I'm saying, it, he just became the dad that I wish I had to my kids. You know what I'm saying? And because I love my kids so much, it was like I can't take that away from them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And not only can I not take that away from them, I can't taint their image of who he is because he's the best to them. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. Number one. And then number two, I started looking at, you know, my, my father was, he's like I said, he, he was in the Olympics. He's a legendary runner. Um, he's a legendary coach out here. He's He took, you know, multiple high schools to state championships. Um, he's got, you know, statues and benches dedicated to his name because of the accomplishments that he has, you know, and I, I started getting to see the impact that he has on other kids' lives, you know what I'm saying? And, and my father, you know, he wasn't rich by any means, but, you know, he, 
he delivered rich. He, he was rich in what he delivered. He was rich in what one hundred percent and 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 what's it and, and character. That's that's the number one thing. Like you know, he always lived in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't have to. You feel me? And he lived in the hood. He would put gardens in the hood, like vacant vacant uh uh buildings and stuff that got knocked down. And, you know, empty lots, he would build a garden there and start community gardens, you know what I'm saying, in places that, you know, we on the west side, we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, this thing don't happen, this type of stuff don't happen, you right. know what I'm saying? And, and you know, he's he's Irish and Puerto Rican, but he looked like Ted Danson, so, you know, to add to the word, he's just a white man. He look, yeah, he looks You know what I'm saying? Like what is this white man totally doing white. in this neighborhood, you know what right. I'm saying? And he's bringing good to the neighborhood, and he's coaching our kids, and he's running with them on the weekends, and he writing them college. So I knew some of the kids, because I grew up in U-City, I knew some of the kids that didn't have a chance that my father coached and helped them get into college, and it's like, yo... Your sons, how we're struggling even yeah. stay in college. Yeah, you know? so it's tough. So so, but so at the same, I'm looking like you know you might have messed me up, but you helping so many other people. So you know you got to take the good with the bad. So you know I saw that he wasn't completely, you know, no good, uh, no good. And so I said, you know, I'm gonna work with the good that I do see in him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and the great that my kids see in him. And you know we'll 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 mend ours on the way. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just taking that taking that burden off of my shoulders and mm-hmm. allowing um, myself to forgive him gave me a peace and gave me a new opportunity to grow. You know, in ways that I never would have probably understood because you know n- not having him for so long hurt me and and you know. In one way, but now that I have him, you know, I be getting in situations with my son and my wife and, like, all these different things. And it's like, it's good to have somebody that I could call. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is what's up. And he might not have the answers, but at least... You got he, somebody to talk to. Man, you know what I'm saying? I never had that. So it's like, yo, I need Everybody this. Ear. I got to have this, this situation, and I don't want to run it off. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, definitely protect yourself and protect your peace and have your boundaries. But also at the same time, if somebody's showing you that, you know, they want to change, that's why I don't rock with cancel culture. If somebody shows you that, you know, they have uh, learned a lesson or they trying to learn a lesson, man, like get them that grace, get them that mercy right, right. and let them try to learn. You know what I'm saying? And, and allow them to do that in your life because it's not only going to change them, it'll change you too. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it take a whole lot of work to keep negative. It take a whole lot of work to yep. hate. Yeah, take a whole lot of work. A whole lot of because energy. It's, because if you don't allow a person to change, you're not allowing growth. A hundred percent. And learning every day. Yes, and the thing is, like, we were allowed to change. I'm definitely not who I used to be. Come on. You know what I'm saying? But if I wasn't given this chance, I'd be on the news. You know what I'm saying? He'll probably be fatherless right now, either because I'm in, I'm dead or in jail. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? And if I wasn't given that opportunity, if everybody kept on saying, oh, you the felon, you the teenage father, you you dope boy Drewski, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it is, then I would have accepted that. You know what I'm saying? But it's because it's 100%, and it's so easy to be negative, especially in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? And nobody want to put no work in. Everybody want to just do what they do or do what's given to them, and negative is free. Negative is 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 absolutely one hundred percent free, and it's an industry. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So people making money off of negativity. So you have to take the conscious decision and the conscientious choice to say, "Yo, I'm gonna do what's good." You know what I'm saying? Despite, in spite of all this negativity, and that's where you really, really, really start finding your blessings and finding your way. You know what I'm saying? 
You know what? <laughs> oh, we pressing all the buttons here. Somebody yeah. do something. Push them all. <laughs> Look, so I got a question. Yeah. It's going to lead to the other questions. Let's go. You biracial. Mm -hmm. You have been, has anybody ever hinted out the fact that you are biracial on your journey to success? Um, That's a great question. Uh, They haven't. So, to me, because my father wasn't around, I was black. You okay. know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, I don't really understand biracialness. You know what I'm saying? My mother is dark complected. All of my cousins are dark complected. Mm. My grandma, like everybody that was raised around was dark skinned and we always stayed in the in black areas. So, you know, I, I actually was was the white person. You know what I'm saying? Like bright unite. Everybody called me white boy, and that's that was one of um the reasons why I was I was on the path that I was because I had, you know, B2K was popping. I had long hair. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I had long I had long B2K. hair. It was always braided and, you know, I was I was always the the most light skinned person in every atmosphere that I was in. And, you know, we used to get tested a lot. You back feel me? because light skin thought they was in back then. Well, not even thought that we was, I was just trying to survive. I didn't even know that I was light skin. I just, hey, look, I'm black, you black. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm going home to a black household. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't really understand. But I'm coming out the house and y'all calling me white boy. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or I'm coming out the house and y'all playing me because I got long hair and because I'm light skin. So y'all think that means soft. So... You know, yeah. at a certain age, when I got to like nine and ten, you know, everywhere we would move, I would go find the biggest blackest person, and I would fight him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not taking. I'm not saying I was taking W's all the time. I took some L's, but I just wanted everybody in the hood to know I'm not soft. You know right. what I'm saying? And this this light skin don't mean I'm I'm a p word. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So, you know, I would go out of my way. To be aggressive and to be like extra aggressive and to be you know really hyper aggressive, you know what I'm saying? And I I had a short fuse and a short temper because I wanted to overcompensate for the fact that I was you know light skinned and, and at the time I didn't have a word I didn't know you know biracial whatever you know what I'm saying because my mama didn't talk about my father unless she talked about him you know as you know he ain't shit you just like your, you know what I'm saying yeah but we wouldn't really talk about that we ain't had no pictures of him you know what I'm saying so um I really wasn't on that you know what I'm saying and and because I was raised that way you know after I met him or you know as I rose in my career and everything like that like I just waved the black flag because I feel like you know I really, I, I, I don't really know nothing else. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. I, you know, so, yeah. so you know, people sometimes feel like, you know, and I know what I'm going to say is not light skin, like, like privilege or whatever, but that's one of the things that I, I don't like the most. Like, I don't like the light skin, dark skin, like, that's Thank that's God. the worst thing that ever happened to our community. Oh you know what I'm saying? God. Black is black, period. You know what I'm saying? And 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 dark skinned people had their struggles. Light skinned people had their struggles as well. And they might not have been the same struggles, but you know, I had it hard because I was light skinned and I had a certain, you know, greater hair. But then I got a cousin, you know, all my cousins really are dark skinned and I seen they struggle as well. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we 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 give our own community, you know, so much like hard time and like hurt and angst and 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 you know 
like we we put stuff in the back of our mind that other people look like us planet. You know what I'm saying? And we gotta understand that you know we come in all shades, we come in all all flavors. You know what I'm saying? We nerds, we thugs, we you know. Uh, singers, we engineers, we scientists. It ain't no one Dancers, black story. All of it, you know what I'm saying. And 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 you know, we watch TV or we watch, you know, the just movies. Just like everybody else, man. Yeah, Every, we all. And, and that's the point of that. It's layers, You can't just say, you know, that it's one black experience because it's so many different black experiences that go into the black experience. You know what I'm saying? And and they're all relevant and they all count and they all matter. You know what I'm saying? So. um yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because kids be listening. They need, and they need to learn. And, and, and people, people need to understand. They, they, can, they can understand the culture. They can learn to understand the culture. That's it. Because, That's it. you know, the point of the Angels Online is to demonstrate that. Stop outing black people. Yeah. Stop outing white people. What, like, what the thing it, is. Everybody is everybody. Life's problems hits everybody. Yeah, and the thing mm-hmm. is. And young people need to know that. It don't that. matter need if you white, know that. And Hispanic, they need to know, I think. Korean, black. <laughs> I think one thing that's really important to touch on is, is uh, you know, your blackness doesn't depend on, like, being ghetto or you know, speaking a certain way or doing acting right. a certain way. Come you know on. what I'm saying? Oh. So, you know, people are like, oh, you talk white or whatever. I There's no such thing as talking white. white. You no talk, you speak proper. You like, speak you know like what I'm saying? You got some sense. Yes, but there's right. black people that have sense and there's black people that don't no, have sense and we all people, black and we all love each other. You know what I'm saying? There's white people that don't have sense and, and there's white exactly, people that got sense. Exactly, but they... Korean people that got sense. Exactly, and it's all the way across the board, but we don't give our we don't give ourselves the opportunity to say, you know... He's not black like me, but he's black. You know what I'm saying? He's not, he's not, you know, he, just he because don't he don't like, like he, he might not be, he might be white, but guess what? He got the same problems as me. Man. It's you called culture. Yep. Welcome mm-hmm. to the work yep. culture. And if you yep. don't open yourself up to culture, you're going to continue to live in that bubble. 100%. 100%. Now, I will say this. I will say this. There is a different experience in America for oh, yeah. white versus black right. people. On, you, and we're going to definitely, we're going to definitely say that. But, yep. you know, beyond that, you know, we pretty much the same when you boil it down. And, and there's a spectrum of white. There's a spectrum of black. There's a spectrum of Asian. And we got to be open or just every color. We got to be open to everything. And we got to be willing to accept everything. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And you don't got to agree with it. But if it's not hurting you, it's respect. let it go. Yeah, yeah it's just respect. respect. That's it. That's it. Well, you go out your way to hate and just be like, it's like, man, you could have just gave somebody a hug and walked off. That's you could have gave somebody a five and kept it pushing. That's you, it. You know, you could have did, you, it's a whole lot of things. So I got a question for you. Um, what do you think has played a major role or has been a key factor being a very accomplished person? Because I would say you accomplished. Coming from where you came you'll from. Say, you'll you say that. Joke, you, when you giving us your story, you know what? Huh. You somebody, That's somebody fine. watching you. Those hey, students, no, I don't be a buck. You're I'm a professor a... at ranking, right? Uh, yes, I am. Are you are you motivating these kids or are, are these not kids students? Because you got men and women w- with you. Um. He just pretty. I think that's a good that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good pretty. question for the kids. That's a good question for the people that I teach. But um, I'll say honestly, my work ain't done. It ain't. Oh no. And I it feel like I feel like I feel like uh. 
I haven't done anything yet. I feel like I'm just now hitting the surface. I'm just now becoming the person that God meant me to be. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it ain't even, I'm not even accomplished or I'm not accomplishing things. And I appreciate you saying that. I wouldn't even call it that. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like my bird is so hard. She works so hard for me to be the man that I am right now. And I'm just now getting to what my mama and my granny put into me. You know Uh what I'm saying? So I feel like really, I'm I'm just now living my second life, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. and I you feel just, like I'm really living life right now right. how I'm supposed to be. Life. Yeah, one hundred percent. So that. I don't even feel like I'm accomplished. I just feel like I'm doing what I was intended to do in the beginning. Right. But I was in way. my I was in my own way. That's yeah. it. That's it. You know what I'm saying. So game. I look at these things. Yeah. I look at these things like yeah. I talk, bro. I talk. I spoke at the White House from the jailhouse wow. to the White House. But what's even crazier is. When Russia invaded Ukraine, the very next morning, I was the first phone call from the Department of Defense and the Secretary of Defense to talk about what to do next. And I'm me from the hood of St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, I'm not. I can't get. I can't get excited about this because this is what I was supposed to do. Right. And if I wasn't too busy spending, man, I'd have been doing this. If I didn't spend this energy doing what I was thinking I was supposed to do and right. I just let God do what he was he supposed was. to do right. I'd have been in the White House I might be the president by now but it's, you know but what you I'm saying what? I say I, I, I say it take time it do we, we, we where we supposed to be we where we you supposed know I mean? to be and, you know, and, and I won't ever no say mistakes. I wasn't supposed to work with juveniles in the criminal justice system I was never supposed to be a PO and deal with adults right. you know what I'm saying but, you're you're but you know what all of that got me and I always work. said to myself mm-hmm. there's something more that I need to be doing Yes. and it took time Right. And it took time and it took me right here to this moment. Right. Where I give a platform to the voice of the unheard. Right. So I think I think the I think the most important part about it, um, and, and and something really great about what you just said is you got that feeling that says I'm supposed to be doing more, right? But I think the important part is that we open ourselves up to what, you know, his plan is for us to be doing more because sometimes we feel that feeling and we like, I'm supposed to be doing more. And then we try to do what other people are doing and that's not our calling. You know what I'm saying? So we put ourselves on a a path that's not for us. You know what I'm saying? But that feeling and the feeling is not wrong. That feeling that you have isn't wrong. Yes, you are destined for more. However, your plan ain't the plan. You know what I'm saying? And if you think about it, when you started first getting that feeling, because I had that feeling, and and at the end of that feeling, I wasn't like, yo, I'm going to be a professor. I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to go on a tour. I'm going to go speak to the White House. I'm going to do in manufacturing, industrial engineering. I never thought that. You know what I'm saying? And now, and if and if I was given the plan, or if I was, you know, somebody told me, "Hey, look, you're gonna be an industrial engineer. You're gonna be a mechanical engineer. You're gonna teach people. You're gonna bring more black people into the field. You're gonna consult with the White House. You're gonna do all of these different things. Department of Defense is gonna be one of your clients." I never would have said. I'd have been like, "Dog, you ain't talking about me." Right. I wouldn't have believed it. You know right. what I'm saying? So if, if once we get out of our way and we stay open to everything that yep. that's that's a possibility, all of those things are gonna start coming to you yep. and you're gonna go on the path that you was destined for. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and when I knew you five years ago, you know, five, six, I seven years ago, we weren't talking about this. We was definitely not, hey, I'm gonna have, be a media mogul. I'm gonna have, you know, a podcast that's gonna turn into a TV show that's gonna turn into a nationally syndicated radio. That was your calling, but we didn't know that. You wouldn't have picked we that for beat. yourself. So, you were getting married. That's it. I was you know catching bouquets. I didn't know I was we were on Indian Rock Beach. You know, we didn't think about <laughs> right. this. Is, this was right. never. 
Right. Machining like this. None of none of this. It was wasn't part of. of the plan. But at you know all. what? We just let life take its toll. That's it. Right. We didn't ask no questions. And when it came, it came. It came. Hold on, I'm gonna hit the button for you. What you mean? <laughs> Let's go, winner. Come on. Come on. Yeah, so let me let me play so I like to play my audio. I like to play my stuff, man. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Yes. And I like what he said. So in other words, we need to get out we need to get ourselves out the way and let and follow God's plan We got to get it. plan and all we If you ain't believe so, right. yeah, so, so, so think about this. In. Think about this, right? If we really say we believe in God, we believe that God is omniscient omnipotent, he's all being, all knowing, all seeing. So all the knowledge is with God. God has been the same from Alpha to Omega, from the beginning to the end. So if we really, really believe in that, then we know that God has knowledge that we don't have. God can see the future. God can see the past. You know what I'm saying? So who are we to to, to make that decision on our What? We not God. We don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, we and, 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 we and if we're going to keep it a buck, and we're going to keep it a whole buck, not only are we not God, not only do we not know nothing, but you be in class half-ass listening. You know what I'm saying? We be, oh, this ain't for me. I don't know where. You know what I'm saying? So you couldn't have all the knowledge. You don't even know what you could be right. possible for. So once you, once you, once you tie in, once you open, when you when you open yourself up and you get outside of yourself, oh, yep. that's when God that's can come right. in and, right. and and sprinkle you with what you're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. and if we really believe that that that's who God is and that's what God is, and we really believe in the in the in the concept of God, then we gotta do that. You know what I'm saying? Or whoever the higher power you believe. Whatever in. your God is, you know what I'm saying? Whatever and if, you and, and, if in. and if and if you believe in that higher power, you gotta believe in it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta give it. You got to give it that opportunity to work in you, you know what I'm saying, or to work on your situation, right? So you can't believe in God and be God, you know what I'm saying? Right? There That's it is. Right. You got to sit back and relax. Sometimes just let it go. Got to let it go. Gotta <laughs> Sometimes you got to let it go, man. And then, and then another thing is like, you know, once you let it go, you got to understand that you're not going to be perfect at all, you know what I'm saying? By so, no you know, I, I hopped out the streets and I told myself, you know, I can't get back in the streets. <laughs> But it wasn't like I wasn't cussing, I wasn't smoking, I wasn't drinking, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to allow yourself the grace to say, I'm on a path, I'm trying to change, but I'm still a human, you know what I'm saying? And when you're not perfect, you can't say, oh, I tried and turned all the way around and be like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to get back in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, fuck, I'm going to go back to whatever I was on. <laughs> I'm not good enough for this. Yeah, no, right. you made a mistake, dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You regular. It. You regular. You a You're person. Human, exactly. You hey, human being, hey, man. Man. Dust man. off. Dust man. off. Man. And stay, stay, on that, stay on that road. You know what I'm saying? I'll tag you in this live. Let me see. Angels online. The Diva DNA. Angel Marie Diva. We in Let's here. go. Angel Marie Diva. Man, we, hey. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Angels Online. We give it, giving it to you. We got this is extended. This is the final episode of season one. We doing what we got to do. We giving the people what they. Hey, want. do we got a time limit? Voice of the unheard. We got, we got a little more time. We gonna make some okay, shape. Yeah, we Justin, gonna we gonna make up. some shape. Justin, you know. the engineer back there, hold it down. You got to give the people what they want. You dig? Hey, Trey. Hey, say good people, good people, man. Good people, good people. <laughs> oh, no, you got to say, good people, good people. Good people, good people. Come on, you know what to oh, say. Yeah. Woo! I tell you what, show you right. Hey, man, I got I, 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 got, I got a question. 
Yeah. We, we talking to the youth, because you got kids li- listening to you right now. They're yes, going to they yeah. be listening to you. When your episode drop, they're going to be waiting. They're going to be tuned. So, they going to be tuned yes. in. I hope this make an impact, They're they going to listen. My kids all going to listen. I yeah. promise you that. What plans are, are you making to assist the youth and teens? Great question. So um, right now, uh, if this is your first introduction to me, um, then you heard when, um, you know, the, the, the beginning opened up. I am a professor of engineering. Um, and right now, engineering careers and manufacturing careers uh, will pay you, you know, 20 and $30 to start. You know what I'm saying? With low skills. And I believe that this is, you know, an opportunity that I want to pass on to, you know, a bunch of people. So, um, I want our kids and kids that look like us and kids that shared our experience growing up to know that, you know, you can make more money than a rapper being an engineer. You can make more money than uh, an entertainer or a, a, a basketball player or a football player, you know, being an engineer. You can take your creativity and your dreams and your wildest ideas and you can make them real. You know what I'm saying? You could be the next Tesla. You could be the next Ford. You could be the next whatever it may be. And you have it in you. You know what I'm saying? And I want to be the uh, the the person that waves that flag and takes that challenge on, you know, to show our people that we more than what they tell us that we are. We more than we might tell ourselves that we are. And we could really change the world. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, for middle school and high school kids, number one, I'm being an example. Number two, I'm giving the pathway. So I started a, um, a nonprofit um, social organization uh, called Elevate and Innovate. And what I believe is that, you know, genius is equally distributed, but opportunity is not. So we got all of these school districts in the city uh, that don't have a CTE program. They don't have a tech program, or if they do have a tech program, it's underfunded. So they don't have the 3D printers. They don't have the CNC machines. They don't have the computers that can run uh, the software that's going to be able to help them, you know, take their ideas and take them innovative ideas and make them real, right? So um, I'm actually going on the 18-city tour, and I'm dropping these 3D printers off. I'm dropping these CNC machines off in these places that are just like St. Louis that, you know, may have a high crime rate, that may have a joblessness rate, that may have, you know, uh, a need for, you know, new skills and new manufacturing. And once these kids get these opportunities and start having this access, then they'll be able to make a good a good living. You know what I'm saying? They'll yes. be able to show other people in their neighborhood, like, yo, I, I'm 18 and I'm making $75,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? And it's only going to go up from there. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm like Johnny Appleseed. I'm just dropping off Dirty. these little seeds everywhere. Dirty. And I'm hoping that they grow. You feel? I'm not even hoping that they grow, man. I'm cultivating these things. Dirty. You know what I'm saying? I'm, oh, we speaking of yeah. Yeah, straight up. So, um, you know, I I've I I went out there and got it. So I looked at um what we would need as a community to be able to really get into the game and and you know, NFTs, uh everything comes with the 3D design, you know what I'm saying? So I looked at what was keeping us from getting into the field and making this money 
And the number one thing that I found was, you know, the software was too expensive. So a software like a Mastercam or a SolidWorks uh, that you do 3D design in, that you take, you know, your idea that hasn't been made or you take something that has been made and you want to make it better, you got to start with a 3D model, right? And that 3D designing software costs anywhere from fifty dollars to $100,000 per seat per year. You know what I'm saying? So... I went and knocked on the door. I kicked the door down, actually. So now I got partnerships with the Microsofts. I got partnerships with the Mastercams. I got partnerships with the software companies. And I go into these cities and I give it out for free Boom. so that they have the opportunity awesome. to learn these skills. They got the opportunity to get these certifications that's going to get them these jobs at the Boeings. That's going to get them them jobs at, you know, a girl that you just talked to. She said her husband had a job here at Boeing at McDonnell Douglas. That's because he was uh -huh. an engineer. Near. That's uh -huh. because he was in manufacturing and he took his family and they went to Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's mobility in this, it's big money in this, it's skills that's gonna take you all across the world in this that you can get paid. They don't care if you're a felon, I'm a felon. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about your background as long as you in here and you making this money, you know what I'm saying? And I'm leading the way. So that's what I'm trying to do for our people. I went and found the well, I went and found the faucet, and instead of you know taking the cups of water and trying to sell them wow. to the people, I'm wow. telling them, yo, come to the faucet. This is where it's at. Man, I'm giving them the map and I'm the giving them the blueprint. Man, come the on. water dropping. I need y'all to get y'all a cup and come Man, it because there's too many people from our community that find a way and then they, they keep their secret. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And, and, That's right. and I feel like this, man. I feel like if you are that type of person, you robbed yourself of the opportunity. You never seen what it's like to give somebody something. You know what I'm saying? Right. You never got the opportunity. You're stealing from yourself to put other people on and give them an opportunity to be a faucet themselves and feed other people and water yeah. other seas. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it, it don't take nothing from you, right? So, right. so for me to 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 give somebody else the game, it's not taking nothing off of my plate. Not it's just filling all. yours, just like mine is. Right. And now, Everybody if we eat, man, if we Everybody all eat, we all baby. healthy. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And then, and then on top of that, on top of that, if I'm the example and you learn from me and you saw that I was a person that was unselfishly giving, then what you gonna do when you're in a position to give? You're gonna give. You're gonna unselfishly give. And then we start that chain effect of, of, of people that look it, like it, us. It black, brown, you know effect. what I'm saying? You keep dropping. Man, come Pass on. It. And we Pass take it. care of our Pass communities it. and we build in our communities. Another thing, so I'm gonna start getting passionate because I start talking you about this, this engineer and I start talking about changing communities, right? And 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 like I said, every every manufacturing or engineering job Open is the only job multiplier, right? So for every one job created in manufacturing or engineering, there's 11 to 12 other jobs in auxiliary markets to support that one job that are created, right? Mm. So we look at economies like a St. Louis, and a St. Louis looks like a Chicago. It looks like a D.C. It looks Detroit. like a Philly. It looks like a Detroit. It looks like all of the same things. So if it works here, it's going to work, work everywhere. We right. dropping the recidivism rate. So recidivism, Boom. for anybody that doesn't know, that means that it's somebody that has committed a felony or a crime wow. like myself, it, it you have a ninety-two percent chance of reoffending and going back to prison, going back to jail. But guess what kept me out? Manufacturing, and we got studies, Deloitte studies, all of these studies that show manufacturing would drop recidivism rate 
all the way down 87%. So you go from a 92% chance of reoffending. But if you get a job in manufacturing and engineering or something of that sort, then it goes down to 5%. And you ain't going back in that joint because you making the bag and you ain't got to turn back around to the streets. And that's the power of this. And that's what I'm that's trying to deep. get to the people, I, I, you did. And I'm going to tell you flat out, as a PO, I had a client who got out of the pen and was making over $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. At the head Panera plant, St. Yep. Louis Bread Co. plant, yep. as a machinist. Yep. So working so, that position, let me he tell you wasn't why going it's even back. More sweeter. Let me tell you why wow. it's even more sweeter, right? It's even more sweeter because it's a it's a it's an initiative called reshoring, right? That's a word that if you don't know what it is, you might want to look it up. But reshoring means, you know, uh, in 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 a couple of administrations, starting with Bush, we took a lot of our manufacturing and we sent it overseas because the labor was cheaper and yep. they would do all of that stuff for a lot lower. So we liked the lower prices on the things that we bought, right? But right now, in the past five years, we've been stopping. We've been stopping offshoring, and we've been reshoring, and we've been making it cheaper to actually make things here in America, right? So there's 2.9 million jobs open right now in the manufacturing industry that are starting at $25 or more that are just sitting there because all of the work is coming back, and we ain't got nobody to do it. You know what I'm saying? So think about what that equity would do for neighborhoods like Wellston, neighborhoods like the north side, like the west side, like where I came from, like where we all came from. Came from, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Think about it. if it was like, man, you remember back in the day when McDonald Douglas was McDonald Douglas before and it, Boeing took over, man, McDonald before Boeing Douglas. took over, and yeah. it was and it was apprentice halls in the city, so you could be a young male or female. Well, it was kind of you know sexist back then, but you could be a young person that may not have graduated from high school for whatever you know situation. You might not been good at English, you might not been good at math, but you good mechanically and you good with your hands, so you could walk you down to this. Apprentice yeah. hall, yes. Right. You can walk down to, do to that it. apprentice hall, right. and they gonna right. they gonna pay you while you train. And then when you get done training, you gonna have a job at McDonald Douglas. You are gonna be in the aerospace union, and you gonna move to the county, and you gonna be straight. You know what I'm saying? Get but your house and be great. That was the move, and then send your kids to a good school and do all of those things. But when manufacturing left the inner city and it went out to the suburbs and it went out to Washington and it went out to Fenton, then we weren't welcoming manufacturing no more. You know what I'm saying? But now it's coming back and now manufacturing needs us. So we got to get back in it. We got to get these these high paying jobs. We got to take our intellectual property, stop giving it to other people and and get these things made ourselves because the next Tesla is from the hood. The next uh, Elon Musk is in the hood. Everybody that is going to change the world. Man, we at the crib. We right here with it. I tell us kids in school every day, I don't care if they Muslim, black, white, whatever. (laughs) Somebody here a millionaire. Somebody's in there a millionaire, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why it's more of a chance that somebody in your school district is a millionaire than the school district that you went to or the school district that I went to. At a Ladue or at a Eureka, the resources have been there, right? So all of these kids grew up with all of these opportunities to play on their best computers, to play with the keyboards, to play with the 3D design software, and they take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? But it's kids that's in the hood. It's kids that's in the city right now that didn't have none of that, and they got to fight to be able to go find a computer that's strong enough to run a 3D design program. So if it's a kid that wanted to be a 3D designer, if he wanted to be an engineer, if he wanted to do CAD CAM, he got to fight to get on a computer.
computer. And, 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 he got to go and go through three and four different. So he he wanted and more. In a city, city diverse as hell, and it's a lot man. of kids out here, diverse kids. Come on, man. There's a kid he wants to wants to do computer programming. Not even that. It's that. a kid. Wow. It's a kid right now, and I and I go back to this story all the time. I actually I tell another one. I I was in I was in um, Chicago and I was doing a a, 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 a a little conference with the Boys and Girls Club and a little dude stood up. I'm talking about manufacturing. Little dude stood up and you know he being disruptive and everything. And I let him talk and I gave him the mic. You know what I'm saying? You 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 want some attention? You know? So I gave him the mic and he's like, man, I don't care about manufacturing. I just like guns, right? And and, and and the first thing we do, we write him off. Oh, he thugging, he woo-woo. Wow. So I said, I said, little dude, wow. tell me about guns, little man. He telling me everything about his AR. Why he chambered it in this? Why he do this? Why he do this? Why he added this on there? Why he added that on there? Bro, and I said, dog. You I said, dog, you know all about guns. Guess what you are? Okay. You a munition. Come on, Come you on. a munitions expert, right? <laughs> So I told him, I said, I said, get, I said, get on, get on your phone right now. Pull it out. I said, you're a munitions expert. Google, wow. Google jobs for munitions engineering. You know what I'm saying? And he Googled it. 90,000 to 130,000. Wow. But, but you just don't know. You but just see, don't know. Somebody else would have wrote him off and be like, somebody would have said he need to be locked up. up. He need Instead to be committed. Finding, you know what I'm like, saying? Okay, well, or, what or, you or, or, or his love of guns may have got him locked up. And while he locked up, they might have just wrote him off and be like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But dog, it's, it's jobs right now that want your expertise, that want somebody right. that know if how got to a take. passion for something, guess what? We can pay you going to keep it. learning it, Man, and we going to pay you for that. You going to pay me to do what here. I love to do. It's big right. money out here. Come That's on. that man. Come on. But but unless we're told, unless we're given those real options, you know what I'm saying? It was people that was telling me I could be the president, but it was a white man. You know what I'm saying? It was an old white man that would come to our school. You could be whatever you want to be. You could be a doctor. You could be. And we looking at this man like, bro, you you could be whatever you want to be, but I can't. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't do this. You don't go through what I go through. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't have the same experiences I have. So yeah, that might have been your story, but as soon as you leave here, you're not coming back to you tell right. me this exactly. is the path that you take. This is how you get exactly. there from you're where you are. Telling me something you, you ain't never That's seen. Exactly. That's it. That's it. So you trying to but, sell me a story. story? Sell me. That's it. Sell but when we have, when we have. People that come from that story and come from that struggle and look like you look and speak your language and say, "Look, dog, you could be this, and this is how you gonna come be on. it because this is how they I did it." Come on, it's a different ballgame. We can have we can have twenty five degrees, right? right? But these right. kids don't know. Excuse my language, a damn thing about college and a degree. Yep. They want somebody they can relate to. That's they right. want to know that they got a path. They want to know it's okay, no matter what race they are. Exactly. They just want to know that hey. I can get through this sexual assault, jobs, jobs. whatever it is, yes. education, lack of education. My mom was this. And you you heard uh, ep- episode nine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She Betty's come story. from white trash, come from everything else. Poor. You know what? Mm-hmm. But Betty is an investigator. Hater. You know what I'm saying? She did everything that she's supposed to do. If she was in the city of St. Louis, they would have never get an opportunity. Yep. They would have never get it. They would have said, oh, you, you got this background. You got this background. Your family member was this. We so can't hire you. you mm-hmm. We can't hire you. You know yep. what I mean? Instead, somebody gave her a chance. A chance. And now... She's featured on Netflix. She's an mm-hmm. author. She's an investigator. Exactly. She has a has a husband. And exactly. Is, is successful as hell. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she just and she always just mm-hmm. you know what I stay positive. You know what? And I'm gonna just fight till the end of the day. She said she gonna fight to the end of the day. Well, that's the she thing. Did. That's the thing. Like we we 
we got to, number one, have something that's worth fighting for. Facts. And then we got to be dedicated to the fight. You yep. know what I'm saying? And if, if if we don't have those two things, then we lost. And nine times out of ten, we fighting, but our energy ain't going towards nothing. So we just in a constant state of fighting. Fighting, Still fighting, matter. fighting. And we're fighting the world. And we're fighting ourselves. So, and we're fighting fight the people, people around us. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know what I'm saying? And we, we, we want to allow ourselves to have... You know, somebody want to sew into you. You don't even know what that looks like because you're so used to fighting. fighting. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. And 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 you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Bible said we got to be two handed. You know what I'm saying? One we build with, the other we fight with. You know what I'm saying? So fighting ain't bad, but you got to know when to fight and when, when to, to build. build. That's, That's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's like you 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 can scratch the surface. You you, you fighting and you just are scratching the surface. All you got to do is fight. But has anybody stopped to think about root cause? Root cause, man. A tree grows from something, right? Mm-hmm. A seed. He said he dropped the, the seeds, right? The problem, and right. then you have the roots, and they grow, and the tree grows mm-hmm. into a big old tree, and then here come Paul Bunyan or whatever. He's trying to chop yep. the tree down, you know yep. what I'm saying? And everybody need paper, right? That's the move. But if you don't have, it's root cause analysis. Let's mm-hmm. find out, out what, let's stop, let's talk about it. And let's try to figure out where the issue lies. But as, a group. as a group. Don't segregate right. it. Let's do it as right. a group. Like he said. You gotta build, and you gotta fight. You fight that negative energy off, but y'all keep building. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, yep. it's, exactly. It's, 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 it's steps to this, man. It's gotta be to two handed. Definitely gotta be two handed, and 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 you gotta have a good focus of what what you fighting, why you fighting why for you it, fighting and for if you ask yourself them questions and you can't come to an answer, then stop fighting. You know what I'm saying? Go ask somebody else. Stop fighting. Get some help. That's right. it. You know what I'm saying? Don't be, don't be, what's the word? People got a lot of pride these days. People got too much pride. Too much they pride. got misplaced so pride. Yeah. They know don't know even know how to ask questions no more. They just think it's, it's, it's oh, it's, it's too bad. Or they don't want to be wrong. Hey, look, if I'm wrong, help me. It's good right. than being wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't going to know. You ain't going to appreciate being right. We don't know everything. And if you, and if you right. knew everything, know if you everything. knew everything, why right. do you here for it? Right? right? So we talked about it earlier. Dang. The only person that is all knowing is God. You know what I'm saying? And once right. you say, yo, I'm not God, you know what I'm saying? You either tap into God's knowledge and that means being open or you just keep on trying to act like you guy right. and you putting yourself in positions that you can't control. You and can't you lose. And you you know you're trying to get in front of everybody. you supposed to be in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> man. Man, man, we're going to wrap this up. This is one. How we feel about this? Look at Trey over here. Look. How y'all uh, feel about this episode? Man, he's hey, been. It's awesome. He's been. He's man, been. man, it's awesome. I tell you. um, Man, let me tell you. This this. Cynthia, go We got to get our voices out there the to the online. young people. Voice of the unheard. Let these kids know there's opportunities out here. Open up. People go through things. And, Everybody goes through and things. Despite of your trials and tribulations, just know that God has a purpose for your life. Your trials and tribulations does not stop you, does not hinder you. But you got to believe that. Whoever you believe in, your higher power, I respect it. We respect it. Just make sure you stay true to yourself. Right. You be great and you shine. Let your light shine. You have a voice. Don't be afraid to use it. And you are not a product of your past. Hey, what I say, you ain't got to be a negative product of your circumstances, right? That's right. I don't care what your circumstances are. You walk out and you walk out with your chest out. Like I tell people, you talk to me, man, stick your chest out. If you're going to do it, stick your chest That's out. Right. That's you know what right. I'm saying? If you're going to come at me, stick your chest out and speak it up then. 
Don't whisper That's to right. me. Don't mumble to me. That's right. Say it out loud. Because if you're going to say it, speak it. That's right. You know, secrets, baby. Come That's to me right. and come correct. You know what to say. So this is the Angels Online. It's the final episode of the Angels Online. We gave y'all an extended version. We got Andrew Crow in the building, yeah. building his son Trey. We got Miss Cynthia in the building. We got Justin in the engineering for us in the back, making sure these mics on, making sure everything going good. It's the Angels Online, voice of the unheard. We will have Andrew back again. Let's go. Season two. Andrew, tell them what your title is again. We're going to shine light on that again. <laughs> so, um... Man, my real title is just Man of God. You know what I'm saying? Amen. I'll follow Amen. I'll follow in the in the path that he lay. Amen. You know, but um you could call me uh Professor, you could call me the MFG, you could call me like the Forbes writers call me when they write the articles about me. Uh uh, uh Reed Richards miss with Nipsey Hustle. You could call me the leader of the new American manufacturing renaissance. Boom. You know what I'm saying? But uh, my favorite title is Father. My favorite title is, like I said, Man of God. Amen. And that's the move. All right. Hey, man, ain't nothing to say after that, y'all. It's, hey, hold up. Andrew, you got to do you? Um, You put me on the spot. No. Hey, come on, man. Um, Do you... What was Shorty's? Because I don't want to take hers. It ain't gonna, you ain't, you ain't going to take hers. I promise you ain't going to be the same. Go ahead. Whatever. Do you. Go ahead. What's your do you for the people? Um, do you love yourself? Do you love where you're going? Do you love the life that you've built for yourself? And do you want to do better? And that's it. Y'all heard it. I ain't even going to repeat that. <laughs> Y'all just rewind. Okay? Y'all rewind. rewind. That's Andrews. Do you. Andrew, you got to give me a good people, good people like everybody else. Man, go good people. people, good people. Let's good go, man. Good people, good people. Hey. And Angels Online, voice of the unheard, ladies and gentlemen. That's a wrap. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Angels Online, Voice of the Unheard. You have just listened to the final episode of Season 1, Diamond in the Rough. Individuals overcoming their circumstances. Ladies and gentlemen, they didn't give up. They kept going. Do not give up. And hopefully we motivate, influence, and inspire you. You are someone's angel. Remember, all voices matter. Peace and love from the Angels Online, Voice of the Unheard.